0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Rewatched.
1: How are you doing, Tay? I'm doing okay. I think I am. I think it's like the calm before the storm because next week is voting. Why Election do you have day. to bring up, like, depressing stuff? Like, it's please. not depressing. It's real, real stuff. It's yeah. stuff that's floating in my head. Like, oh, my God, we've been talking about this for, like, years, and it's here. First of all, shout out to everyone for surviving the first four
0: years. Yes, just about. I don't even know if I survived. I'm going to be very honest with you. I feel like I've been in a fugue state for the last four years. And I've honestly prepared myself for the worst. I'm not going to say what the worst is, because like I said before, some things I can't say publicly. But yeah, you make of that what you will. So hopefully
1: I'll be proven wrong. (laughs) I know I know but I voted I voted early so everyone keeps saying voting is coming up nope the last day to vote is November 3rd so make sure you vote if you can vote let's not do the lesser of two evils make your choice but still vote get out there and vote so um this episode
0: is called the awful truth season two episode two what did you
1: think of the episode So, I watched it, I said, hmm, I like this episode, but by the end of the episode, I hate it. It is very much strongly through, not because of the content, because of the actions, but we'll talk through it. And I think it was very much through the male gaze. There was a lot of things that didn't sit well with me. Hmm,
0: interesting I think we're going to have a lot to talk about this episode Because I definitely have some thoughts But, yeah (laughs) Yeah. So I'm going to give a quick recap Just in case you guys need a refresher Or you did not get a chance to watch it So number one Carrie gets involved in married folks business Miranda learns to talk dirty Samantha lets go of her shortcomings and Charlotte distracts herself (laughs) with a dog. <laughs> mm-hmm. What do you think? That was a good quick and dirty recap.
1: Yep, it was. Hit <laughs> all the points.
0: So, um this episode starts off with Carrie, uh, as usual, at her computer she's telling us about her friend who anyway, I don't know why this friend has two first names, but she does. So her name is Susan Sharon. <laughs> and she's called Susan Sharon <clears throat> not Susan, not Sharon, Susan Sharon so she's a designer who Carrie tells her she got married two years ago to a horrible man and when Carrie said that I was like hmm, how horrible but nah guys he's a horrible man he's she got married to and now Carrie only sees her once or twice a year when her husband is out of town which you know once I met the husband I got it carrie so, <laughs> and susan are out and they're just walking i don't know if this struck you in the scene they're sharing a cigarette and i always think oh pre-corona times <laughs> 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 that's what it struck me about it but anyway so yeah they're walking sharing a cigarette and then um oh my gosh i can't believe i have to say this woman's whole name over time susan sharon ask Carrie to come back to her apartment because she has, a, like, an early birthday gift for her. So they go back to the, her really nice apartment, especially for New York Sanders, like, very nice. And um, Carrie says her apartment makes her feel like I was 16 visiting the home of a friend whose parents thought I was a bad influence. <laughs> and that made me laugh because I knew exactly what
1: she meant. <laughs> I don't know if you knew what she meant there, too well I took it two ways that part I did um but I couldn't relate to that part I was a model child so I was never a rebel or anything so yeah um, but
0: you know when you just go to someone's house and you just feel like oh like you can't sit
1: or touch anything like you don't belong here <laughs> no <laughs> yeah like it's too you know clean and just right in the way because i did make a note of she said it was like an adult apartment yeah and i remember i used to feel that way when i was much younger with certain friends of mine but it was in the in an odd way that people may not think it was more with appliances and cookware yeah okay certain things that i never thought i should have like you know for dinners and dinner Mm -hmm. parties and casserole dishes and things and i'm like what jeez oh, i feel like a child i'm using a paper plate i don't <laughs> want to do dishes do you so, know what
0: you're right some people just do grown up better than the rest of us so I yeah
1: you. so that was how i felt in that way in the adult <laughs> apartment
0: so susan sorry not susan susan sharon she gives carrie A cashmere scarf which is $900 I mean I love a good cashmere scarf but $900 I was like damn and then Carrie which I don't know how I thought about this she says to Susan Sharon $900 and she was like do you mind if I return it because I could really use the cash and Susan Sharon kind of laughs and takes it in stride she thinks it's hilarious she's like that's why we call it cashmere (laughs)
1: i <laughs> like curry, that is so tacky. But what did you think? I thought it was so tacky. I was gonna ask you, is that rude or is it dependent on the friendship? Because I was like, I was taken aback until I remembered that, yeah, Tain, you've done that before. <laughs> and again, it was actually you know, I got a bunch of gifts from a friend of mine who, you know, gives like the best gifts. And funny enough, in the bunch of gifts was a cashmere sweater, I didn't return that. <laughs> But yeah. it was something else that I just felt, it's not me. I'd rather have the gift card. So yes. I said, are you okay if I return it to get the gift card? It didn't feel crass when I did it, but I felt it was crass when Car- Carrie did it. So then I think it's mean- in
0: the way you said it. It's because, number one, it's not your style. You're not going to use it. Because I don't like people have giving people gifts that they're not going to use. Yeah. If I can tell someone doesn't like something, I will be like, look, feel free to exchange it if you don't like it, or to let me know and I'll get you something else. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, also, Carrie so did we'll say, say- mm-hmm. I need the cash. Yes. <laughs> that was just. Mm.
0: Yeah, I don't know. And, but, and obviously, she didn't have a problem with it, Susan Sharon. But the way she said it, I thought it was a bit tacky. But yeah. And Carrie would wear that scarf. She literally doing it just for the money. So there's really nothing Gary will wear to be honest (laughs) Mm -hmm. who are you telling so they're laughing and cackling at this whole cashmere line and then her husband storms into the living room and starts screaming at Susan Sharon for violating the agreement about not having visitors after 9 p.m and I was just like uh awkward and carrie's looking at him like uh, awkward so she like starts gathering up her things and like trying to skedaddle out of there and when she's leaving she tries to say hi to the husband and he literally yells get the fuck out of my house at her and she like <laughs> just runs out i was just like yo <laughs> <laughs> so have you ever been caught in like an argument between a married couple and how did you handle it
1: not as intense as that. Just like you know, in the beginning of something, and it's just awkward when you can feel the tension. Mm-hmm. Like not even just an uh, in the in an argument, just when you feel the tension in a marriage, mm-hmm. and you just know it's there, and you're supposed to mm-hmm. just act like what what tension? You guys yeah. are in love. So I, I handle it. I handled it by not acknowledging that it was happening. So. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? You don't take side anyways, I'm not going to get ahead, but yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, I can I can deal with tension to tell the truth. It's not comfortable, but I've been in situations where people just straight up started arguing, and I'm just like, "What, hello? I don't know i I can't
1: I can't deal with that. I would literally leave, just like Harry did. so: I always wonder how people get to that level where they argue in public. Like, what is so terrible that you can't keep shut, let the audience leave, and then lay it on out? Like, I I don't know. It's just not a good look, I think.
0: Yeah. They just don't care, or they've reached their wits' end. Who knows? I'm sure there are plenty of reasons. I don't argue with people in public, so I wouldn't know. Maybe someone who does can let us know (laughs) how you get to that stage, so who knows? We will wait. So, um, Carrie wonders if Susan Sharon's marriage is that bad or is there fighting a form of foreplay? And I was like, girl, when she said that, guys, this wasn't cute fighting. This was, like, abusive fighting, like, verbal abuse. Yes. The way the man was, like, screaming at her and Carrie, I'm just like, this isn't an argument. This is abuse. I'm
1: sorry. What did you think of it? So, I I agree with you that it is. And I've never encountered this personally, but I know my husband has told me many times about, and exactly what Carrie um, said is what he says. He's encountered couples that this argument or this level of it, where anybody will call abuse, they just consider it foreplay because they just want it for the makeup. It's mm-hmm. it's not for the makeup because to me, it's like mentally, it's a little off, but there are people who consider it foreplay. Like It's strange to us, but it's a thing apparently. Like,
0: every time, I, I'm sorry not to be judgy, but I'm going to judge. You need help. I'm sorry. Not every... I, like, I get it. Sometimes you have an argument, yes, and it's fun to make up. But to purposely fight like that, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm
1: not, not built even, for... Not even purposely fight, because for him, it's normal. But for her to accept it, but it goes to the next line of, I think emotional abuse is very under, not underrated, but under, underplayed yes. or not taking as seriously because it's like, you're not being hit. Mm-hmm. So it's not that big of a deal, but that's the gateway yep. and it happens a lot. And it's like, well, what's the difference People are like, oh no, they're just angry. They're just, so where's the line between you're just a really shitty person and this is not okay.
0: Cause the way they're fighting, I'm sorry, is the kind that the kind of yelling that comes before someone smacks you. So I just I don't know. It put me on edge. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um Carrie goes home, obviously, and Susan Sharon calls her to apologize. And she says it's classic Richard tyrannical and emotionally abusive and i'm like um why is this classic but anyway Mm -hmm. so she asked carrie (laughs) if she should leave him and carrie tries to equivocate at first but then she ends up telling susan sharon that life's too short and she should leave if she's not happy and as soon as she says it she's like oh she's made a mistake she's not said anything so um yep (laughs) so she's out to dinner Uh, with the girls and Miranda says she shouldn't she should never tell a friend to leave her husband and Samantha concurs says it's a bad move because if she leaves it's your fault and if she doesn't she knows that you think she should leave (laughs) either way you lose and true and Charlotte says she thinks she should be able to say anything in an intimate relationship Samantha disagrees and says all the relationships she knows are based on lies and mutually accepted delusion. And Mm -hmm. I was like, "Oh, projecting much?" Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, And yeah, this this scene we have to kind of unpack this a little bit. Okay. So I was I'm I'm one of those people. I'm like, if people in a relationship, because I've been there. I think we all kind of make that mistake once, don't you? Is where you give someone your opinion and they end up staying with a person.
1: Mm-hmm. Or they
0: break up and get back together and then you end up being the enemy, the common enemy. Mm-hmm. Because people can't take responsibility for their own shitty actions. Mm-hmm. So they'll use you as an easy scapegoat. So you kind of learn that lesson to be quiet and not say anything. But I don't necessarily think Harry did anything wrong. Like, this fight, guys, I feel like if I was in my friend's house and her husband was screaming at her like that, and then he told me to get the fuck out of his house, when literally all we did was laugh, I didn't do anything, and I was trying to greet you on my way out, I don't know if I would be like, yeah, you should stay.
1: Yeah. I have a rule where I don't explicitly ever tell anyone that they should leave. If I do, and if you hear me say it, then it must be, like, really bad. And yeah. I don't care if they get back together or not. I don't care if the whoever the party is knows that I said that and they hate me and they get back together. They can cut me off. I don't need that kind of negativity in my life. So she didn't do anything wrong technically because she said, what would you do? And she mm-hmm. said what she would do. Mm-hmm. But she took it as, you know, sometimes people need validation for whatever yeah. they're thinking. And she just put Carrie in that role, but yeah. I I agree with Samantha and Miranda. You just never say anything, but in this case, she said, what would you do? She didn't say what, I mean, she did say, what do you think I should do? But she kind of phrased it like, what would you do? Would you do? So, yeah.
0: That's what I think too. Like, it's not right. Like, I, i'm usually like i'm not gonna say anything but in that case i feel like i would have see that's the thing about life where we always say oh never do this so i will never do that but you literally never know until you're in a specific situation not all situations are the same so.
1: well the other, the other part of it is you kind of have to read the room some mm-hmm. people are in it but they don't want to get out so yes. what is the point of saying anything <laughs> If then now they just look at you, then the only thing they're gonna do is if it happens again and you're not there, they're not gonna tell you. Yeah. So that's the other part is you just either play along or you keep it moving. And I'm also not a
0: fan of unsolicited opinions. So in that instance, I also don't think you should ask people something and then get mad when they tell you something that you don't want to hear. But that's the thing; they They
1: rarely. I'm ready to hear the truth, they rarely ever get mad in that situation where it's like, Oh, what do you want me to do? it's more it's more the repercussions of if they stay or they get back together. Mm-hmm. so they're not mad. I don't think mad is the topmost emotion. It's more a little bit of embarrassment, I think, like just, yeah, yeah, I know I'm staying still, just let it be. Yeah, But I don't know that there's a lot of situations Where they get mad that you said I should leave because I think You recognize the situation is bad Because why would you ask in the first place Yeah, Because again carries wasn't unsolicited She asked mm-hmm.
0: And also when it comes Not necessarily just in this case But when it comes to couples Sometimes you only hear the bad yeah. And they don't tell you the good Because people want to vent or rant When they're pissed yeah. off but they're not necessarily going to share all the good stuff. So you only get one view of somebody.
1: Yeah. So I
0: feel like unless you have like a complete view of the person and their relationship, just shut up sometimes. So, yeah. Yeah. And what I, I don't know, this is an issue that I feel like I've gone back and forth with people my whole life. Charlotte's statement that you should be able to say anything in an intimate relationship. I'm not one of those people that feel like you can talk to anybody anyhow, just cause you're angry. Because me, per- and I can only speak for myself, me personally, I don't forget things. So you can't say anything to me when you're angry. And then when we've made up, expect me to have forgotten it. I'm telling you now, I will never forget it. It will always be in my mind. <laughs> Even if I've like forgiven you, we've moved on, whatever, I'm not ever gonna forget it. Cause to me, you meant it at the time. So that's how you felt. <laughs> So an apology is not just going to wipe it clean for me, but that's how I am. I know not everybody's built like that. So for me, when I'm very angry at someone, yes, I can say stuff. But if I feel like I'm going to say things I regret, I'll try and walk away <laughs> or try and calm down before presenting what I need to say in a slightly more measured manner. But yeah. everyone is different. So <laughs>
1: what do you think? So, when I was younger, I used to think that you should be with someone... Well, I don't know if they meant friendship. I assumed when they said intimate relationship, they meant, like, a partner. Yes. So, I assumed you have to tell them everything. There has to be trust. There have to be... Well, I grew up. (laughs) I think the... What they're trying to say is you should feel comfortable too, but use your head and don't do it at discretion Mm -hmm. because sometimes people say things to feel better without consideration about the other party yes so yeah you feel better that you've said whatever it is that you want to say but how is that person going to receive it are you going to die if you don't say it yeah i think
0: in this instance she's talking about in the context of an argument You know how when some people argue, they'll just go all And I'm saying that because I've had this conversation with some married friends actually pretty recently. When they're like, oh, but you know when you're angry, you just say things like you don't care what you say because you're angry. It's fine. Like, you'll get over it. And I don't prescribe to that.
1: Oh, okay. Then I misunderstood. I thought they were talking about the anger and they were saying that she should talk to him and you know say how she feels or whatever and all that kind of stuff i didn't actually interpret it that she meant say whatever you want in an, even when you're angry like in an intimate relationship you should be able to say anything i think yeah. i didn't think it was in terms of arguments because so was- we're
0: talking about susan sharon's fight with her husband yeah and her yeah so i just assumed that's what it was in relation to uh
1: okay i think it started it but yeah i probably just missed that i thought it was a whole talking about in general talking about stuff that bothers you because she was saying she didn't like something and then samantha you know Mm -hmm. went about her stuff and said like it's not like i can say that i'm not gonna hurt him so it wasn't Mm -hmm. just like argument so yeah okay i probably maybe yeah maybe it's a mix of both i feel like they're not mutually
0: exclusive they're still talking to your partner
1: Yeah, because that's why she said the mutually accepted delusion thing. Not in terms of a fight, but just in general. When you're in a relationship, it's not everything that you say. So
0: now, what do you think of that statement in regards to arguments?
1: Oh, no. I don't think it's okay. I didn't even think anyone thinks it's okay to say anything you want to anyone when you're angry. Okay. Do you think there are people who think that? (laughs) Yes,
0: That's what I just told you I just had a, a talk Pretty recently with a married couple friend of mine And they fully believe That anything, nothing is out of bounds What you're arguing Oh no no That's why no. I said you can't
1: chat to me anyhow And oh. then come back and apologize <laughs> I'm sorry You can't unsay certain mm-hmm. things Like forever you remember that And you know that thing where Sometimes like the brain knows how to stick to the bad you Ooh. give someone a compliment and you're like, "Oh, thanks." As soon as 10 hundred people will say that, one person says, "Eh, yeah, I," and then you hang on to that, replay it. Was it I or I or what? And then you go all day wondering <laughs> what that. I'm meant. like, I'm clapping for you right now <laughs> because <laughs> I still
0: remember shit people said to me when I was like seven years old. Okay. Oh like, my it's
1: gosh. I cannot believe there are people who think everything is on the table. Oh, yeah. Oh, can't get yeah. over everything. Like, nah, the human memory is something.
0: So Miranda's, um then mentions that she is currently in an intimate relationship. And wow. the level of verbal discourse is too intimate for her. So when, What'd you say, sorry? How is Miranda in a relationship? That's what she says. She says she's currently in an intimate relationship.
1: No, no, no. I know. I'm being, like, how? Last episode, episode, she was single, walking about, being mad that we're talking about men, and then one episode, she met a man, got into it. (laughs) Just gonna
0: tell you now, hey, she moves quick. Times are wasted, you know? (laughs) So, uh, we hear about her dude, Spring Roll guy. Anyway, she met him at an asian food truck so apparently that's his nickname and his name is aaron and he's a dermatologist and miranda hates how verbal he is in bed and she struggles to reciprocate she says sex is not a time to chat do you agree with her or not <laughs>
1: um, to some extent so there's one a and one b i think there's a level to it until they showed us what exactly she was just telling us at this point So I was like, oh, I kind of, you know, it's not really that bad. But then when they showed the extent that he talks, even I was like, shut up, Jesus Christ. But part two is her explanation. Like, she's a lawyer. All she does is talk all day and all that. She just wants to come home and not have all that talking. So I can understand that. But just uh, how do you equate talking during sex
0: as like talking at work? I just, I don't know, because the girls, led by Charlotte, of all people, try to give her tips on how to, like, talk during sex, but she's not interested, and I was just like, it was the same with the I was like, oh, come on, but then, yeah, the guy she's with guys, he does, like, talk a lot, he likes to describe everything he's doing to her, everything he's about to do to her, one thing that struck out to me, this is, like, an aside, um, Charlotte talks, to, uh, one of the two, Charlotte or Samantha talk about, yeah, tell him you want to like touch his hard cock. And then Carrie's like, oh, are we using the C word now? And I've always thought it was so weird how Americans are so pressed about saying cock. Because I, I don't think it's, it's not as, I'm not saying like it's a polite word in the UK, but yeah. I feel like it's way more of a slur here <laughs> than it is in the UK. Yeah, it's, it's
1: not, like a dirty... it's not
0: any different from
1: saying dick. Yeah, to them it is like it's like uh, this dirty like if you're gonna write a dirty thing that's when you say cock like you wanna suck like dirty dirty cock like instead of dirty dick (laughs) really
0: strange (laughs) super strange like why that word but if anybody can enlighten me but yeah so um yeah so like you said we then get a montage of Miranda you know, having sex with this guy, and then Carrie asked us, "Is Miranda right? Have we put such a premium on being open and honest with one another that we've misplaced the boundaries of propriety? Are there still certain things in a relationship one should never say?" And this was one of the few Carrie questions. I'm like, okay, cool. This is a question <laughs> we can <actually laughs> answer. Not, not her usual nonsense questions that she likes to ask us. So, what do you think?
1: um yeah i agree i don't think i think there are certain things that you shouldn't say so in lieu of what we just discussed like in an argument yeah there's certain things that you shouldn't say to someone because you just can't i don't know it's a case-by-case basis like something that someone might not think is a big deal someone else might you know how certain things where people are like who have you dated they want all the details of all the people you dated before or whatever. That might bother somebody and then for somebody else like i don't care it's the past i'm with you now yeah
0: that's
1: so 100%. you know they're just certain things but i think it's just discretion again yeah. i think people confess or say things to feel better or to be like okay no secrets but at what cost
0: what cracks me up is that carrie asked us if um we're being so open on honest that we're misplacing our boundaries of propriety. <laughs> Propriety, I always find that word really hard to say. I just feel like if she was in 2020 now, because I feel like people definitely go above and beyond just being open and honest, that especially on social media, I'm always like, why are you telling us this? Why are you telling us strangers all these details about your sex life, about all of that? I just feel like that's how a lot of people operate nowadays. And I feel like some people like to. You know, they think that kind of stuff is being open and relatable.
1: <laughs> yeah, and they're <laughs> actually just... using it to sell stuff. I've noticed a lot of it, yep. especially with people like, oh, I'm just being honest. I know it's a taboo, but they're not saying it because they're being genuine. Is yes. because they're trying to be relatable, like yep. you said. So, yeah. It's so it's funny. Boundaries, really. I
0: might actually put links in our show notes for these two. I think it was Chimamanda, um, the author, Ditchie, and mm. another writer, Yomi Adegoki, I think her name is. Um, she actually i recently read an article about why people why people are being forced to be quote unquote relatable.
1: Mm. They're like
0: pushing back against the idea that we have to be relatable. To be able to, like, present our ideas or sell you something. And I actually find it really interesting. Because you're right. It's a thing now. People have to be relatable at all costs. And I don't think it's always necessary or it always works out in the, you know, in the way
1: they think it should. Let me tell you. I watch TV. I know half of what I'm seeing is not real. And there's makeup and this thing or whatever. But you know what? I like watching pretty people. (laughs) So feed me the lies. I'll see it. I don't want anybody that's relatable. When I do see relatable people, I mean, I'm not saying I don't appreciate it, but sometimes I'm like, oh. <laughs> Taylor's like, keep you uglies off my TV, okay? But, you know, let me tell you, when I watch my British reality shows I'm ah! up on there in their glory and the yellow teeth and the acne, and I'm like, wow. Wow, because on reality TV in America, they know they're going on a show. They will spend money to get those veneers. I went to London one time, and the newscaster, she had like a big old mole on her face. And I'm like, I felt so uncomfortable. And I'm like, I know I'm so conditioned by America. She would never make it to Anchor. Right. <laughs> People will drag you for
0: being too pretty. their TV trying to Try read them their news. <laughs> trying so, to read them
1: their news. I'm like, here does she think she is? <laughs> So this relatable content to me is a little, and it's getting to the point where you look silly because we can tell it's not genuine. Mm -hmm. So you can tell it's curated. So it's just, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the world. I think we're all, all, we've all lost it at some point.
0: Yeah, I'm actually dying because back when I was living in London, one of my very good friends, she moved to London with her company for a year. So we were living together. And any UK people out there, if you know the show The Bell, The Bill is like a police drama. It's like very old running, very British. And we were watching it and she was like, wait, did they just like let people be on TV like this? Yep. (laughs) That's why I'm crying because she was so shocked. She was like, wait, but... These look like the people we just saw in Saints It's just so- like on TV with no makeup. Like they, they allow people to be on TV like this. And I was like, oh, you're killing me. You are killing me. So Americanized. I love it though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, sorry. So we get um after Carrie asks us a question, we get the typical testimonials. I'm sorry, I'm not a big fan <clears throat> of them. And I think this is a season that they start to phase them out. But um, about, you know, whether people should be uh, there Are there certain things in a relationship people shouldn't say. And you get um, a man who talks about how his wife has had two boob jobs that look fantastic, but they feel terrible. So, of course, he's not going to tell his wife that, et cetera, et cetera.
1: So you get the idea. So I will say that I'm not a fan of the montages, but this one so far is the one that made the most sense to me like yeah. it actually made sense and then there was a lady that said i'm a 38 i'm a 38 year old single woman in new york who needs another truth yes. <laughs> i don't know what that made
0: me laugh but I, I get why they do it i still think they're pointless because i generally don't feel like they add anything to the show i
1: yeah, feel like
0: they they're way too segue between scenes i don't know but it is what it is. So, speaking of it, we use that montage to segue <laughs> into Susan Sharon um, and Carrie meeting up. And she tells, she also says that the floodgates have opened and her and Richard had it out and said horrible things to each other. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, you people. She said, Richard said he'd pity her if they split up because he'll be remarried in a year while she'll be single for the rest of her life. I'm just like, how do you anyway? How how do people get over things like this? Because I can't. Soon Sharon was going on and she talks a lot too. She she does. does. So um, yeah, so she basically tells Carrie that she's left him. (laughs) And I'm just like, sure you have. And (laughs) she says that she owes so much to Carrie now that she's free. And then she asks Carrie if she can spend the night at her apartment. And in my head, I was like, oh, a red flag. That's what you get, (laughs) Carrie. That's what you get for trying to be nice. But anyway, so um, we then go to Charlotte. Guys, I'm really sorry. This whole storyline was so dumb to me. It was, anyway. Charlotte, she comes home, and she's, like, in the mirror, fluffing her hair, and, like, you think she's getting ready for a date. And then Carrie tells us, that Charlotte is fed up with lonely mornings and cuddless nights. She took matters into her own hands. So you think there's something sexy going on. And then she goes, Henry, I'm home. She opens the door and it's a dog, guys. Mm-hmm. It's a dog <laughs> sitting on top of her bed. Mm-hmm. And Henry apparently is going to occupy her until she finds her perfect man. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this storyline is weird. Um, not for me. What did you think? I just saw the whole story when I was I mean, I
1: didn't quite get it. I think they had something in mind. They never quite stuck to it. Because as you go on, you can we'll talk about the references that they made, and I kept waiting for them to come right out and be explicit with whatever metaphor they were trying to make, but it never quite happened. Yeah. But, oh, guys, by the way, in the meantime, while Charlotte is having fun with this dog, or, you know, we know that Charlotte is going to get a boyfriend really soon. If you remember last episode... We put out the call asking if someone wants to tally all of Charlotte's men. I don't know if we said for the season or for the show entirety, but maybe for the season for now. And someone volunteered as tribute. So we have someone who's going to be tallying. I'm not quite sure how we're going to report, you know, the number. We just do periodically what number we're on, and we'll let you know. So thank you for volunteering.
0: Thank you, because I
1: definitely was not going to do it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we appreciate you. So we then cut from Charlotte and her dog, and we're with Samantha, and she's still with James, guys, a small penis man that she's clearly unhappy with. And James also clearly knows there's something wrong. She's like, he's asking her why she's so distant. And Samantha's clearly lying. He said, No, nothing. I'm fine. I'm just tired. And he's like, you know what, I think we need to go to a counsellor I would like you to come to a counsellor with me To work on their intimacy issues And this how I know <laughs> Samantha was really like this guy Because Samantha was very against counsellors Psychiatrists as well, shrinks But she still decides to go with them She agrees And Carrie tells us Samantha missed the emotional unavailability And hot one night stands and I'm just like, so why are you putting yourself through this? I, it doesn't make
1: sense to me, like at all. Oh, I, I've been singing this. You told me she was in love. She said she told us
0: she was in love. I'm not. But I she, don't even know what this. She I, told us she was in love last season. No, I, but
1: I know, didn't. But nothing it about me. it rings true to Like I don't. The problem is. They don't show us, like I said, I don't want to sound like a broken record. They don't show us this love part. All they show us is her struggling that I, doesn't justify why she's putting up with it because she talks so much about how sex is important and big dicks and stuff. Th- so I, mm-hmm. it doesn't mix. I can't get with this. It's unfortunate that they carried it into season two.
0: Yeah, I just, yeah. This this whole thing, it should have been wrapped up last season. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um. We get a shot of Miranda practicing her talking in bed with what's his name? girl guy. Oh, what's his name? Aaron. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, she she takes Charlotte's advice and starts talking about his cock <laughs> and his big hard cock. And he's clearly like really turning him on, all of that. And yeah, that was the scene, guys. Just showing us that Miranda took Charlotte's advice. And she managed to do some dirty talk. So then we go to um, back to Carrie and Susan Sharon. And they've gone to visit Charlotte at her apartment to meet Henry. And, and Henry is clearly not a well-behaved dog. <laughs> and Susan Sharon is, you know that friend who's just broken up with somebody and they're there in, like, spirit? No, they're there in person but not in spirit mm-hmm. because all she can think about is going back to carrie's apartment just in case her abusive husband calls <laughs> sorry and her abusive husband. no he is i'm sorry he's emotionally abusive i don't care and then uh, carrie's like uh are you guys not like split up are you not leaving him <laughs> and she says she wants to be there so she can tell him personally that she doesn't want to talk to him and I'm like, yeah, sure, girl. Sure, 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 sure. But, and Charlotte is like, oh, she should only speak to him if she has something to say. And then she, Susan Sharon, is just hung up on him not calling. And then, this is how I know it's a wrap for Susan Sharon. She then starts to talk about how he does have a sweet side. And I'm just like, oh, this is when you know it's a lost (laughs) cause, complete lost cause. And then (laughs) she leans to the dog. What's the dog's name? Henry. And then she starts to talk to the dog to ask him if she's doing the right thing. So I think you're very right about Susan Sharon being one of those people that just wants other people to make decisions for her instead of doing it herself because she's literally asking a dog about his opinion. And sorry, like, <laughs> Charlotte goes, he's a dog, not an oracle. And I'm like, yes. <laughs>
1: Thank you, Charlotte.
0: That's she- made <laughs> me laugh.
1: <laughs> Susan Sharon has annoying vibes. Oh, yeah. Is that like, friend that she's-, she's like, oh, Lord, is she going to be there?
0: Yeah. She's a friend that like, when Carrie says she sees her once or twice a year now, I feel like that's the perfect, like, she'll be a great her friend games. for once or twice a year. But she's literally in Carrie's house now. So, anyway. So, the next.
1: Something as an aside. Low key, lowest of keys, low, low, and I could be reaching. Carrie's a user. Do you notice that all her friends that she sees every now and then are people she benefits from? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, a lot of friendships are transactional in that way. No, no, no. I get it. If they're not your close friends, right? Um. I don't know. Like, there's some people that are acquaintances I don't get anything out of them. hmm So she gets the cashmere and the discounts and the whatever. I remember that other friend that flies to places that was yeah. spooky or, you know, she gets stuff out of them, like a hookup or something. I don't so. know. I don't think she's a user, though. I just feel like Carrie's a party girl.
0: She, like, goes out a lot clearly. And you meet people and you become i think she's very liberal with her use of friends to some people i feel like she calls too many people her friend but clearly her core friends are her people but i feel like she's like a fun party girl that people like to be around (laughs) because she's always
1: out and you start but then would she go out to lunch and stuff with them if she wasn't getting something out of them
0: uh i think she would Okay. I mean, why wouldn't you catch lunch with someone you enjoy spending their company with? Because I don't necessarily see that she enjoys their company. But I think she does. She was having fun with Susan Sharon before her husband went psycho. They were having a whale of a time. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I don't think she's a user. Yeah, Maybe you guys disagree, but that's not the vibe I get from her. But, um, yeah, so Carrie's in her apartment in her nice robe that you like this is the same robe that she wore outside by the way to charlotte's art unveiling i've never forgotten that she wore it outside of her house as a dress but oh, it's really cute it was? as a robe yes that's why i remember it very clearly really the one just yes. the thing seemed like it had more of an asian vibe yeah she was wearing it was the same it was dark blue and it's got butterflies all over it it was the exact same coat she just had it done up with a pink sash, so it looked more like a kimono. Oh, I thought this was purple.
1: Okay. I'll take your <laughs> word for it. I will go back, but this
0: that. one, I will actually bet money that I'm right.
1: It's <laughs> the so okay. same thing. I didn't yeah. fuck that. I just really thought it was really pretty. It was very, yeah. very, very pretty. Because I remember thinking that outfit was whack, but <laughs> this robe really stood out to me. I really yeah. liked it.
0: Because it's being used for its intended purpose <laughs> as a robe. <laughs> So anyway, she's in her robe and then she gets a delivery and it's a huge bouquet of gorgeous red roses that says, best wishes on your birthday. And it's from Big. <laughs> uh, I'm actually really tired about the thought of having to do Carrie and Big again. I'm just like, oh my gosh. But yeah, anyway, so she assembles an emergency summit with her girls, <laughs> and Miranda's like rip up the card, which I think is solid advice. Yes, Charlotte thinks it's a grand gesture, and she should reconsider their breakup. Terrible
1: advice. Is she okay? <laughs> I keep asking this question a lot of times. Is Charlotte okay? Is
0: marriage by all means necessary for Charlotte? So this is very on brand. <laughs> So Samantha looks unimpressed. It says if it had been jewelry, it would have been another story. And I actually agree with her. Like jewelry, like nice jewelry may make me feel like, hmm. But yeah, I mean, they're really nice flowers. But they've
1: been broken up for how long now? What, a month, two months? Well, we don't know. Since Miranda got into a relationship in one episode, I don't know until somebody else mentions the time. then we have an idea. We didn't know they were together for a year, so... Oh, that is true. Okay. It's just guesswork. I'm guessing
0: about two months now. But, yeah, I'm like, Charlotte, this is, like, horrible, horrible advice. And uh, Miranda and Samantha agree that Big is being big by kind of messing with her <laughs> in the post-breakup waters. Yep. And I don't know, this whole... I hate saying the word triggering because I feel like sometimes it's become a bit of a joke. But, oh, it just, sometimes people just need to let you move on in peace. Like, he didn't need to send her flowers. He Even did. if he wanted to wish her a happy birthday, just call her and, like, wish her happy birthday. It's simple. And keep it moving.
1: What do you think? Oh, uh, I think Samantha was absolutely right. I was with them on the points. I think she should have ripped the card up. But I mm-hmm. think Samantha was right with his being selfish. Absolutely yeah. being selfish. Do you remember two, or was it last episode? Actually, it was last episode where I said when they met at the bar and Big just put his hand on her shoulder and the mm-hmm. vibe I was getting was just like, I can get you if I wanted to. Yeah. Fuck you up. And and that's and the vibe she's given
0: him too. Honestly. <laughs> and speaking of the vibe she's given him, Carries back in her apartment. She calls him to say thank you Yay. for the flowers, which I think was a mistake. So, big picks up, and even the way he receives the thanks, I'm just like, oh, he's basically like, oh, yeah, it was on my secretary's to do list. And I was just like, um, even if that was true, did you have to tell her that? Like, if you you had your second and her birthday flowers like i don't know all of this was just so gross and
1: tacky to me i don't know he it, it, it was just getting on my nose it was cringy it yeah. was cringy because first of all for me for me the fact that he said best wishes i already knew like big didn't write that thank you big <laughs> didn't write that so it's and then you know carrie said you know, I could call, you know, we, we uh, what's wrong with being polite? I think, that like, this is what gets us women in trouble. Yeah. Accommodating people's feelings who are not even checking for you either. Yeah. I'm not a fan of going back to Susan Sharon saying, oh, he has his, Richard has his sweet moments and blah, blah, blah. I don't think life or romantic love should be living for the good moments. It should be consistent. So let 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 me start clicking. Yes, keep talking. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. (laughs) So I hate when you know you of course like sorry Miranda, but we vent. You talk about men or whatever. People are saying, but you know he has his. No, we're not going to excuse or give praise. For doing the bare minimum. So that whole, you know, I'm just going to be polite and say thank you. No. He was rude to you. He sent you the vibe. He wants to call you on your birthday. Pick up the phone and call. Remember, he didn't call. Yeah. He did not call. I don't care if you gave me flowers. He did not call. And then um, a few seconds before, during the whole advice, and Charlotte was giving her bad advice. And she goes, oh men just don't know how to admit that they were wrong yeah and if you want to be with a man that can't admit that they're wrong isn't that a huge red flag a whole relationship with someone that would yeah. never admit that they're wrong that whole scene robbed me
0: so much a wrong way because it's like i'm as usual women making excuses for the poor behavior of men and that is letting them know that we'll accept less no <laughs> like that's not how you apologize by sending someone flowers And you don't admit you're wrong by sending someone flowers. You admit you're wrong by opening your mouth and telling the person that you're wrong and why you are wrong and how you're going to do better
1: in the future. Like. And this is why when you asked me what I thought of the episode, starting all of this, this was all (laughs) the things that didn't sit well with me. Like, it almost seems like maybe a man, I don't know if a woman wrote it by. I, I don't know which it is. Either way, it was just more of... But the sad part is, Nana, is it's true to reality. It's just what we women do. Just forgiving nonsense and letting men run free, run amok with their mediocrity. So, you know, this old calling. I was like, why is she calling? This girl was trying to move on. Why is Mm -hmm. he sending flowers? Why is Charlotte saying stupid shit? I was so pissed and off at everything she was saying. No, I'll honestly, Tane, and
0: nothing has changed. Do you know how many arguments I've got into with people, with my friends sometimes, when I have so many people in my life who think that men are incapable of being fatal and they'll happily say it like, oh, you're dumb to think that men won't cheat or a man won't cheat, yeah. he'll cheat eventually. And I'm just like by you saying that you're given tacit agreement for them to cheat because they know that you think it's in their nature and you will take them back do you know what i mean so either he doesn't let you find out and you guys both know he's done something wrong but it's not explicitly said or you're going to take him back and i'm just like how do you live life like that do you think that we're built so different that women can never cheat on men because we all know that's a lie Mm-hmm. <laughs> but women just aren't forgiven for it, like men are. Like mm-hmm. fam. Like, it's cracked me up because even speaking of um, I know you watch, I don't know if you guys watch Love Island. There was this girl a couple of seasons back called Zara, who she's been all in the news lately because she cheated on her boyfriend um they're on another reality show called Made in Chelsea. And this video has been doing the rounds on social media of her like sobbing and begging for him to take her back. She's, like, done Instagram posts, campaigns, like, yeah, cheated, but take me back. And I just feel like if this roles were reversed, people would be like, oh, that's so sweet. He's really showing how sorry he is. You should definitely take him back. Women are never afforded that grace. And we keep making excuses for men. And these very smart, well, not all of them smart, semi-smart, successful women are sitting there encouraging her to make bad decisions. Yeah. Oh so yeah, so Karen Big on the phone, and um Big asks Carrie what he's doing for her birthday, and she tells him that Stanford has invited her and um the rest of her friends to have dinner at a Moroccan restaurant called Layla's. And then Carrie says, You should come. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, no. mm-hmm. And I think I don't think she meant to say that. It was kind of blurted out. I think the Conversation was awkward. So she was just saying, but I'm just like, oh, and Big being equally dumb, you should say no, but of course he doesn't. He says, oh, maybe he'll stop by. And then he's like, he'll like to bring somebody. And I was like, oh, you people, mad I can't, I can't deal with it. And then Carrie's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and then they hang up. And I think that, first of all, you're inviting your ex to your birthday dinner. He says he's going to come, and then tells you he's bringing somebody. Like, cuckoo, kill me now. Like, what is (laughs) this? (laughs) That means you do not respect me. (laughs) You don't. That's how I took it away. But But make us he doesn't respect her, like you said. So
1: So many times. God, this relationship is so stressful. But this is another reason why she should not have called. You know that thing where it's like, if you don't put yourself in a situation. You don't give yourself a chance to make a dumb mistake. Going back to you saying, I don't think she meant it. It was just awkward. If you don't call, you can't use anything you didn't say against you. But if you say it, then you if you do do it, you're liable for anything that might come out of your mouth. Yep. It's like some situations back in the day. Like, let me tell you, they say don't trust other people, but that includes yourself. You can't even yep. trust yourself sometimes. There's so many times where I've been in a situation with a guy or whatever. I'm just like, you know what? I'm just not even going to entertain being in this space because I don't even know what I'm going to do. So let's not even find out. So she that's what the the mindset that she should have had. Let's not even find out what stupid shit I'm going to say because big is every woman has one, two, or whatever number, those men that are something in your life that make you disintegrate. Woo!
0: who are you S- telling? So, I 100% trust myself. Like what you said, that's why I'm queen of... I love to block people and delete their number. So that way I can't call them and they can't call me. (laughs) Just when I know there's, and I know, I can admit it. There's some people that after a few months, you're like, oh, I miss them. Or or, let me see how they're doing. There's some people I know I'm going to think like that a few months down the line. So I have the wherewithal to block them and delete their number from my phone. That way they can't call me and I can't call them. And some people, it just has to be like that. I know where my weakness lies, you know? <laughs> <don't> know
1: <sighs>
0: anyway, so we are back with James and Samantha, and they're in the um, therapy session. And she asked them how long it's been since they had sex, and they say a month. So she's like, oh, don't take it so seriously. Try to have fun with your, like, sexuality. And Samantha's, like, just not having it. She's like, oh, I'm just not feeling sexual these days. And James is like, uh, but I walked in on you masturbating the other day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was just so weird to hear Samantha say, I'm not feeling sexual these days. Like, yeah. <laughs> and James is now you're lying. <laughs> like,
0: and, okay, complete aside... I really should have gone to double check. But I have a feeling that this actor, James, is not the same as from the previous season. He looks different to me in every scene. I generally think he's a different generic white man in
1: every scene, I think he's just one of those people that he's so boring, he blends in the <laughs> in the background. Because literally this episode, I was like,
0: I've never seen this man before in my life. <laughs> I'm literally going to check because I generally think that it, played by different actors oh my gosh so clearly he does not leave an impression so anyway and then um samantha's like she doesn't want to talk about it anymore and just when the therapist is like scheduling them another appointment i think samantha's like oh i can't do this anymore so she just blurts out your penis is too small (laughs) (laughs) and And then he he snaps back Maybe your vagina is too big. And I was like, uh, okay. Sure. What does that mean, bro? Thank you. And he gets up and storms out. And I was just like, imagine that being your comeback. And I'm, the way Samantha described this man's penis, there's no way he doesn't know he has a small penis. Right? I don't, I, mean, I don't think he knew, to be honest. Samantha, like, showed us. And it's literally, like, no more than two inches big. How do you not know?
1: well, maybe he thought it was normal. I don't know. Because he didn't act
0: like someone that was deficient. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Okay, you know what? Let me not judge. But I'm just like, men that have, like, locker rooms, all of that, he's never... Anyway, that's to their own. So, the therapist, she shoots Samantha a sympathetic smile, and she's like, yep, she also prefers a big dick. (sighs) So, I guess that's the end of James, we hope.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> did, it was funny when the therapist said Me too girl
0: <laughs> yes. like, I don't know I just feel like it. we did not Have to go this far But it is what it is So we go back to Miranda and Aaron I have to say this is I also didn't particularly enjoy the storyline But it is what it is And she's saying Cock 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 cock, cock <laughs> At him so she's gassed now that she's finally like able to do dirty talk and then she starts telling him what she likes in bed and then he's like clearly getting excited by it and then he asks her to tell him like what he likes and then she says you really like it when i slip my finger in your ass and then he immediately shuts down and looks completely grossed out and we get the impression that yep they're done this scene I found very strange. Very, <laughs> I don't know if very, you thought very strange. That doesn't yeah. make any sense. It didn't at all. I'm just like, why would that statement freak him out so much? Especially it's, for someone who's so verbal. Yeah. Is it? Maybe yeah. he doesn't want to hear it, but you were doing it. This you were enjoying you it while she was
1: doing it. What were you saying? I'm sorry. This is where he draws the line. Yeah. It was very strange to me. And also the second man to jump out of bed and dump Miranda. <laughs> because the first guy was the Catholic guilt guy, this guy. Where do they meet these men? It's the same as Charlotte's man
0: who freaked out when she bought him boxes. I'm just like, where, like, what's wrong with these
1: men? But... Can I say, though, a friend mm-hmm. of mine texted and was like, if I was on my dating someone for a few weeks and he bought me underwear, I'm out. I really? didn't think about it the reverse. If a man, but a woman, underwear. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I'm out. She was like, that is weird AF, so.
0: But I just always think of boxes as, like, such a boring gift to
1: get somebody. It's about buying them socks to me. I think so, but it's it's something you do for your partner. Like, I, I can kind of see it. Yeah. You're not really dating, and then you give me underwear already, like, you know. The- yeah. Yeah, I I
0: would think it was weird, you're right If a man brought me underwear Like after the day for three weeks Yeah, yeah But I don't think I'd react like he did But anyway, it is what it is So anyway, so we're at Carrie's um birthday dinner And Miranda's Telling everybody about Her finger up the ass comment And <laughs> Stanford Says he doesn't like anything of his ass. Ha
1: <laughs> ha Basically, everyone
0: just looks at him in shock That just made me laugh so much <laughs> He's like I realise this comes as a surprise And I'm just like you people man You're playing Do you know the funny thing There so a lot of one liners in this episode That I actually enjoyed It made me laugh in a long time so.
1: I really think so far it's just two episodes But I really think they leaned into the comedic part of the yeah. show
0: Yes <laughs> This season is definitely a lot funnier than the first season. So Carrie is, like, drinking. She's, like, she keeps looking for Big, but trying to act like she's not. And then Big arrives. I still can't believe he went. But anyway, here he is. And he's like, happy birthday, baby. Just being big and douchey. And the friend that he's brought is Jack. I don't know if you guys remember Jack. Jack is... That idiot guy who, like, ruined her and Big's first date. Do you remember him? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. The guy where, you know, he had to be with yeah. him because he was sad. and Exactly. So, Big has brought him along. And Carrie is so happy that it's not a woman that she gives Jack, like, a massive hug. And he's like, how you doing? Like, to kind of mask the relief. And is just as awkward as it sounds. So... <laughs> Miranda, uh, Miranda asked all the right questions in this episode. (laughs) She, Lisa was carrying, like, kind of whispers, like, what the hell is your ex doing at your birthday dinner?
1: Uh uh (laughs) And
0: Vic is having the time of his life with these Moroccan belly dancers. He's, like, giving it all, like, giving them, putting money in their outfits, I should say. I was going to say underwear, but it's not underwear. Putting money in their outfits. And then Susan Sharon, who is still there, guys, <laughs> she's still here. She hasn't gone back home to her husband. She's trying to flirt with Jack, and she literally is fighting with him by talking about her husband. And Jack, because Jack is kind of an asshole, as we've seen before, he goes, do you ever shut the fuck up? <laughs> I did not like that. No, I was so mean. And I, I was
1: just like, Bing, like you surround yourself with assholes. So, you know, best of a feather. But it was not okay <laughs> for him to even think he could say that. So, again, yeah. add that to the arsenal of things. I was just like, who wrote this episode? This is yeah. terrible.
0: They do not talk to women. And, like, literally her being, like, after Jack says that to her, Susan Sharon literally she's like wistfully thinking about her husband and I'm just like you're making this successful woman look like a real like
1: a doormat I don't like that do you know what I mean yep that was all the thing I didn't like about it for you to yeah. think your best option is your abusive husband
0: yeah because even when we're first introduced to them he, her husband is screaming this is like the very first shot of the episode her husband's screaming at her for putting a cd back in the wrong case and she's like not saying anything back she's like cowering in the corner and it was the same thing when he was screaming at her and carrie she didn't really like shout back nothing and i'm like i don't this isn't cute to me this is what i mean by emotional abuse because if he was hitting her everyone would see what was wrong with it. But he's attacking her with his words and she's acting in the same way as someone who'd have been hit. So I don't understand why we're supposed to find this okay. You know yep. what I mean? Yep. Yeah. So, um, we cut to Charlotte, who's home from Carrie's dinner and she walks, she, as soon as she opens the door, she literally steps right into Henry, the dog's um, dog shit he's crap all over the floor, he's chewed up her pillows, her feathers everywhere, there's dog poop everywhere, and Charlotte's like, nope, that's it, enough is enough. (laughs) So she gives Henry to Susan Sharon and Richard, and apparently the act of Charlotte giving Susan Sharon and her abusive husband this dog, it keeps them together. And so they get back together because of this dog. I thought this scene was so weird.
1: I nothing. I did not like it. The fact that she went back, the fact that oh he was laughing. So yeah, he's not a horrible person because he can yeah. laugh with a dog and he's being mean to the dog instead. Yeah. Yeah. So literally of instead of, of telling his wife to shut the
0: fuck up, he's telling the dog to shut the fuck up. Because he's transferred it. his anger issues on the on the animal instead of his wife. I, yeah, this whole thing was like really, 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 really weird. And then Carrie gives us a voiceover that neither of them could admit that a dog saved their marriage. And I'm like, uh, what is going on here, Fat? <laughs> I don't get it. But anyway, the episode ends with Carrie and Big walking down the street together. I guess they're the last two people at the dinner party. I feel like. Again, I actually feel like Miranda would have made sure they weren't the last two. (laughs) I feel like she would have said goodbye and walked Carrie home and taken her home. But anyway, so big offers to give her a ride home. Um, Carrie says no. And then after he drives off, she says, the one thing I couldn't say to him was, I'm still not over you. And then she walks off into the night. And I'm like, girl, you're not over him, but you're not helping yourself. (laughs) I'm not saying you have to wake up and be over him, but, yeah, why did you invite him to your birthday dinner? But, yeah, that the ending I just thought was a bit weird. To be honest with you, the whole dog situation, and I guess it was just a way to bring Big back into the picture. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I didn't mind the ending. Like, it's true to form with the show Mm -hmm. and Carrie and, I mean we're hard on Carrie, but we've all been there. Like, it's just, you know, that person you can get over You kind of know they're not good for you, but you kind of also can't shake them. Yeah. So, you know, that's just big, and we know big is just going to be in the show some way or the other. But for I... the record, I'm hard on Carrie because a lot of the stuff
0: she does reminds me of myself, and I know it's dumb. <laughs> so that's... that's why I'm hard on her for the record, but anyway.
1: Hmm. Wow. Well i can't say why i'm hard on carrie but <laughs> hey to each their
0: own huh i said to each their own
1: no i can't but you said you are hard on her because she reminds part me. of the reason oh part of the reason <laughs> so the now way. i can't say it because i'm not taking
0: <laughs> i don't take anything personally i didn't say she was me i said a lot of the things she does reminds you of the things i've done in my past and it's dumb and I can call it out. But it's, it's easy to call things out in hindsight. So Yes.
1: Yes. So, yeah. Looking forward. Am I looking forward to seeing how things go with Karen Big? Yes. No. Because I remember the later things of what happened. and I'm just curious to how she got herself there all over again. Especially remembering some of the things I do. So, I think I'm going to call it watching the slow demise, <laughs> even though it was them coming back together, yeah. it's still just a slow demise of how did they get there? I'm like,
0: not... I'm the complete opposite, actually. I'm not looking forward to seeing it because I feel like I already know why. Big has her muumu button, so <laughs> literally anything he does, she's going to forgive. And I don't like seeing people, like, not having... Not, like... That's not the right word. I was going to say not have any principles. Maybe not have any strength when I know they shouldn't be with the person. Like, I don't enjoy things like that. It makes me
1: angry. (laughs) I guess let me be clear. I think it's just up until a certain point. Like, for now, the episodes I still don't remember. So, watching them is like watching something new. So, Mm -hmm. I think it's watching that slow ascend into the episodes I do remember Mm-hmm. And just seeing from what I know of season one and how I feel like Big treated her during their talking stage, their relationship stage, I'm just like, how did you allow him go through this again? So yep. that's what I'm looking forward to unraveling because I don't remember at all. So that makes sense. That like I'm really imagining sense. Miranda when she tells him tells her they're back together, and I just can't wait or imagine <laughs> what she said. <laughs> One thing I
0: like about Sex and the City, I don't know, I just feel like everyone has a person that they relate to, but I don't think any of these women are perfect. I feel like they all have their fuck-ups, all of them, and nobody's perfect, even if some think they're perfect at times, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like Charlotte likes to think she's perfect, Miranda likes to think she's perfect, but everybody has their fuck-ups, so I think that's what I enjoy about it. (laughs)
1: Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Another conversation for of- another day. But do you think Miranda thinks she's perfect? Um, I don't I think so. so. I feel like
0: sometimes she thinks she's better. She's above them in the way she yes. acts so far. Really? I do. Yeah. Like, oh, she wouldn't make those mistakes, or she wouldn't do those things. Maybe it's just the way she presents her
1: opinions. I think she's just a straight shooter, like. Carrie doesn't know how to say things like directly or say no, like even if she didn't want like Susan Sharon to stay in her room, she won't mm-hmm. say it. And mm-hmm. I think Miranda is usually like brash. Mm-hmm. So it seems like she oh, okay. I just thought that was interesting. I don't think she thinks she's
0: perfect. I do think sometimes she gives an air of thinking she's better than them. I do. Uh. Yeah. Do you guys agree?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> let us know <laughs> because well i know but you don't think that of samantha no
0: i feel like samantha is a very selfish person <laughs> so she only thinks about herself she doesn't have the time to compare herself to other people ah. i well, generally that's... feel like she's a true selfish person she cares about samantha but i'm not saying she's a bad friend she's i actually think Samantha's a very 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 good friend same with Miranda, actually. But um, I do think Samantha's selfish, so she doesn't compare herself to the others. For her to even think she's better than someone. Yep, yep, yep.
1: But overall, I thought it was a good episode. Um, I liked how we ended. It's, I think it's a setup. Big and Carrie coming soon to a TV near you. <laughs> and um, I don't know if forward to it. Teenagrin. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm curious to see who Charlotte dates next. I'm curious to see who Samantha has sex with first. That has a penis to her liking. <laughs> you think it's going to be one person
0: or she's going to do a tour of Manhattan? Because I think she's going to do a tour of Manhattan.
1: <laughs> well, tour of Manhattan goes is just regularly scheduled programming. it's so. yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm still I'm enjoying the show in terms of I'm still at the point where I don't remember what happens. So yeah,
0: it is. It makes me mad. Do you know the funny things? I always enjoy like watching it. Is when I'm breaking it down that I'm just like, oh no, that was wrong. No, this is messed up. This is what always happens when you close to read anything. You start to spot all the problematic things mm-hmm. instead of shutting your brain off and letting you enjoy the nonsense. So <laughs> we're here to break down the nonsense, hopefully. Yeah. But yes. I hope you all have a lovely, lovely week. Thank you so much for listening. And like Tane said earlier, please go out and
1: vote. You don't have many days left now. And do you have anything to add? Yeah you can reach out to us guys Um, Don't be silent we love to hear from you We have all the outlets available for you At the rewatch times 2 That is T-H-E-R-E-W-A-T-C-H-X-2 That's Instagram, Twitter And also on Gmail Feel free to send us a DM And please give us A review if you can Five stars please on Apple
0: Podcasts It really helps us out And yes Kane, what were you going to say? exactly what you just said <laughs> <laughs> okay everybody have a wonderful weekend thank you for listening
1: bye
0: bye